Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to stay with the conversation. If you're just joining us, uh, we are talking about an extraordinary story, an extraordinary moment captured yesterday uh, where you had 30 South Salt Lake police officers in a training session. That's not so uh, unusual. Uh, it was a training session about creating a culture of, of integrity and accountability and morality, living that uh, higher space. Uh, what was unique was who was standing at the front of the room, who was teaching and, and doing that training, and it uh, was our friends at the Other Side Academy. Again, these are students, as they are called, students who have been in and out of the criminal justice system, in and out of prison, and who have come to a place where they learn, one, how to be authentic and have that integrity and to be held accountable uh, but also to pick up the skills they need to really make a difference in the community. And so we are just thrilled and pleased uh, to have both uh, Leticia Ledesma and uh, Lieutenant Anderson from uh, South Salt Lake uh, joining us uh, online and staying with us just a little bit longer because uh, I want to get to the, the real nuts and bolts of what was taught in that class. And uh, let's start with you, Lieutenant Anderson. Uh, you're sitting there thinking, okay, I've arrested this person at least three times myself. <laughs> Uh, but what did you learn from Leticia in this training? Uh, Boyd, so many things. You know, I, I think, first of all, I found myself uh, just reexamining my own life, you know, as a father, as a husband, as a, a leader in my, my agency of taking accountability. What what more can I do to, to better myself that way? And, and, and as I started thinking these things, I'm like, all of a sudden I'm coming back to reality of, oh, my gosh, this is Leticia Ledesma, or Ledesma teaching me this, you know, and, and it was it was awesome because here I see this, you know, the men and women that were on that panel, but uh, Leticia specifically, uh, because I know her um, in her past, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there uh, looking at her thinking, not only is, is they're, they're all talking about accountability and integrity, you know, and how they've gained that and how we can have an organization that way. And years ago, that that wasn't a, a word that was foreign to uh, Leticia and a lot of these people there. But here, they're not only teaching it, they're living it. And they're living it to a standard that most of us have no idea uh, how to reach that. And so it's, uh, it was extremely impressive. And not only just personally, just the influence and impact it had on me, but the one thing that the, the resounding thing that I heard through all of them was we want to – we didn't at the time, but we're thankful that we were uh, held accountable for our actions. Mm. Accountability has turned me into the man or the woman 
that I am now, and I love that person, right? Yeah. And I and I yeah. like that person. So oh. that was exciting to see. So exciting, so okay. important. And uh, Leticia, I want to turn to you and uh, look at it from the other side of that room yesterday. Uh, we can say good job, way to go. Hey, that's great, Leticia. You're awesome. Uh, but I want to give you a minute to to really think through how did that feel? What were you thinking standing in front of 30 police officers, uh, teaching them principles that you've come to learn and, and live yourself? Um, so it was really at first overwhelming because I've never thought in a million years that I would, that the other side Academy would be teaching police officers um, about accountability and honesty. But personally, it affected me. Um, I got really emotional when I stood up and was talking about a little bit of my story. And that was because I I knew Lieutenant Anderson. I've known him for a long time. And it just, um, I guess, just like an overwhelming feeling of of gratefulness, you know, and uh, because that they they did hold me accountable and that I was in the position that I am in now to to say thank you, but to also show it. You know what I mean? Because... Um, thank you is just, they're just words without actions. You know what I mean? Or I'm grateful is, is just a word unless you, you show actions for it. And so um, to be able to stand up there and, and be somebody totally different and um, to have integrity and to have honesty and to have accountability, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be who I am today without their help, without them throwing me in jail and then to totally step back and see the bigger picture. Like, wow, you know what I mean? They're, they're at the Academy where, Everybody here is a felon. Everybody here has been in and out of jail, and um, they actually care. They're actually sitting here and listening to what we have to say and are interested instead of just saying, oh, they're just criminals. They'll, they'll never change. Kind of like how I used to look at the police. Oh, they're just out to get me. They don't have my best interest at heart. But in all reality, cops just don't go pull over people that are going to work and that have insurance and that aren't running the streets and that aren't committing crimes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, and so important because it's so easy. It's so easy. I'm, I'm watching four television screens right now in front of me, and uh, and they all have various things of either soft on crime or you know hating on the police and defund the police. Uh, and and those that's just such a fake fight and such a false choice. If I could add to that real fast is, you know, I think with the the accountability part of it, you know, I've I've been doing this almost 20 years. And one thing that I have found is uh, you'll have the repeat offenders because uh, because of that, the soft Mm -hmm. on crime or the or or making excuses for that individual or or whatever that be. But it's uh, what I found is when they're in that frame of mind, there has to be something to stop it. Right. There has to be something to stop it, to give them an opportunity, an opportunity to process and and to reevaluate and reflect. And then there has to be the time associated right now. You know, currently the criminal justice system, you'll often see 30 day, 60 day, 90 day rehabs. Well, that's not long enough. And that's what was impressive to me with the other side academy is there is no time limit. They're they're addressing core issues that are co- that you know influence and cause a lot of the the, the actions that they've taken over the years, and um, they're fixing those you know and it's and I love what they said um, to us. Uh, one of the the uh, um, staff members got up and said, you know, um, we don't talk about our past life. Your your life starts now, right? You have a you have a, a do over. Yeah. You, know, you have the ability to not make excuses for your actions 
and just to uh, react to life and, and take action and take control of your own life. And, and so with that, though, oftentimes the only thing that's going to stop somebody f- from that frame of mind is the criminal justice system. So yeah. to me, this it made me, you know, value what we do have, the good things that we that's do right. have in the criminal justice system is stopping and, and helping them uh, at least start that process of healing. Yeah, so, so important. Uh, we got just about a minute to go. Leticia, I'm going to give you the last word. Uh, and I want you to, to just share with us, you know, one of the principles from the training. What was it where you thought, oh, my gosh, these, these police officers just learned something from me. There was a moment where uh, I could see that they were engaged and, and learning something, that you were now in the teacher role uh, that had to be extraordinary. Yes, it it was, um, especially like at the end when uh, they were, they could ask us questions and they were just, um, like they were very interested, you know what I mean? And you could tell that they got something out of it as well, instead of just sitting there being bored, like, oh my gosh, this is just another training that I have to go to. They were actually involved. And that also meant something, you know, to that we're not just criminals, we're not just felons, you know what I mean? That people can change and uh, they can learn the tools to be something different and to be something better. And yeah. Oh, fantastic. Great. I so appreciate both of you joining us. Leticia Ledesma from the other side Academy and uh, Lieutenant Anderson from South Salt Lake uh, police department. Thanks to both of you for sharing this important story and giving us something to, to really rethink about uh, on a Wednesday. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, Again, the the headlines are always going to paint this picture of cons and criminals are just liabilities to be managed. Lock them up. Uh, Headlines also continue to show those who are painting law enforcement as prejudiced and biased and control freaks. And the politicians often don't make it any better. They either say you're soft on crime or they're trying to defund the police. And we've got to get past all of that. The moment we start seeing each other past the contempt, we start to see each other and see each other deeply, everything can change. We're going to hear coming up from the President of the United States. He's going to talk about crime. He's going to talk about violence in America and guns and a host of other things. I wish he'd come to Utah and sit down with the South Salt Lake Police Department and the students who are now teachers at the Other Side Academy. They're showing all of us that it is high time to look at each other different and think again about what we do with our criminal justice system, what we do with each other in our communities. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. 
follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.